Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. Pointing out another person's mistakes or unsafe behavior can be the toughest part of a safety professional's job. That's because nobody enjoys being told they're doing something wrong. I know that was one of the things I had to struggle with when I first became a full-time safety supervisor. In fact, whenever I left my office, the first workers to see me would holler out, Hawk, Hawk! You know, because my last name is Hawk, so they would make the sound like a bird hollering out, so that it was a warning, let other people know on other job sites or in the area that I was out on the prowl. And whenever I came up to a job site, folks would look at me and see that it was the safety supervisor and they quickly checked to make sure they had their personal protective equipment on. I'm sure if you have that as part of your job as a safety professional doing inspections, that, that sounds familiar. Eventually, I, I learned to handle it better. In fact, sometimes I found it just to be amusing that that was happening. But more important, I worked on my disciplining skills so that when I did have to point out a problem, it was accepted better. Sometimes it was even a good experience for everybody. We would laugh about it and people would change their behavior and we'd have a good time. Uh, and part of the reason that that happened was I had some mentors, some good mentors. In fact, I had one in particular, Al Peters. He worked for Bechtel. He was a experienced safety manager. I'm sure he's retired by now. And he gave me this piece of advice about disciplining people out in the field. He said, make it like a sandwich. Make it so that when you first start dealing with the person or crew, that you say something positive, that you say something, if you can, even complimentary. Make that the first slice of bread. He says, then get to the point, whatever the problem is or whatever it is you have to discuss that they need to change. Talk about that. He said, don't beat around the bush too much. Make sure they know that you are serious about the issue and that it's something they need to change. And then before you're done, before you leave, add another nice slice of bread. Add something else that's positive. Even if it's just a very sincere thank you that they're making this change. Well, I've used that many times throughout my life as both a safety supervisor and a coach and it works. I've used it many times. And so if you don't already do that, it's something you might want to give a try and see how much it makes your disciplining more palatable. Here are a few other things you can do when you have to point out some mistakes or unsafe behaviors or something when a work site needs to be changed that will make your disciplining more palatable. Approach people with a positive demeanor. This is so important in all aspects of your life. If you come upon a group and you see something wrong, maybe there's some spoil next to a ditch that should be a further away or somebody's not tied off, which is very serious, and you come at them with a stern look or with a look of consternation, the person's gonna get defensive right away, even before you say a word. Now, you don't have to be jolly, uh, but you can at least be pleasant especially if it's a serious infraction. You don't want people leaving with the wrong idea that this is not something they need to get to fixing and to not do it again. Now, if it's something that's very small, something that's minor, 
and the person isn't a repeat offender, there's no reason why you couldn't even have a very jolly atmosphere, joke around. That's what I used to do some. Uh, but I'd make sure for this short period of time that I was telling them, hey, look, the next time uh, I come around, make sure that you do this or you got to fix this right away. Or I remember one crew in particular, I told them about putting kick plates on a scaffold. And I said, I know we just laughed some, I said, fellows, but it's really important that you put that kick plate on the scaffold. And then we talked some more about different things and I left and they did. They put the kick plate on. Our goal, when we come upon people who are not behaving in a way that is acceptable as far as our safety and health program, is to change their behavior, not punish them. That's why you should try to make it as pleasant as possible. Another thing that will hinder your ability to get a change in behavior is if you raise your voice. When you yell at someone, it causes them to pay attention to your volume more than to what you're saying. Even if it is a serious infraction, you can still stay calm and keep your vocal volume at a conversational level. In fact, times that this has been studied, it shows that uh, if you even lower your voice some, you gain more attention and it makes it seem like it's a more serious issue. I've conducted many accident investigations, ones where there was some real serious injuries and people even lost their jobs because of the accident or the incident. Uh, yet I found that if I stayed calm, was pleasant in my vocal tone and volume, that the person would open up to me more. And I've seen the opposite too. I've seen it where a supervisor or somebody else doing an interview uh, started screaming at the person, hollering at the person, really raising their voice, and the person would clam up. Even if you have to do something and give them some type of, you know, writing them up in some way uh, that's serious, you still don't need to scream at a person. Another thing that helps is to let them tell their story first, even if the person is dead wrong. If you let them explain why they're violating a safety rule before you tell them to stop it, you can not only use what they said to frame your response. Uh, I've heard a long list of lame excuses. I'm sure you have to some read ridiculous one sometimes, but I still let the person get it out. When I get it out, uh, I'll sometimes mention exactly what they said and show them why that that is not an appropriate thing to allow them to risk their safety. But I also know that the person will listen to me more because I listen to them. You can also ask them if there's anything you can do to make the situation better or to fix it. Now, sometimes there's nothing you can do. If you come upon a, a group that's in an area where they're supposed to be wearing safety glasses and there's no reason why they sh you know, have to take them off and they're not wearing them, then no, just put them on and from now on don't do this anymore. However, let's say there's a, a ladder they're using isn't appropriate or they're not even using the right ladder or a ladder at all and they tell you that the reason that they're not is because they can't find a ladder or that the ladders are so far away that it, you know, it discouraged them from go getting one. That doesn't make what they did okay, but it does give you a chance to possibly change that situation. And in that process, also, the folks in the field will know that you're not just there to holler at them, that you're there to help them. And finally, give out plenty of praise. Uh, every time you come up to a work site, I promise you, it's not more violations and there's not a bunch of people doing things that are inappropriate. If that's the case, then your culture probably has a very deep embedded problem. 
Now, what happens most of the time is when you come onto a work site, everybody's pretty much doing what they're supposed to. Sometimes nobody's doing anything they shouldn't, and you really don't have any recommendations to make it so that it's safer. And in that case, what you want to do is you want to pour out praise. Do it truthfully, and don't be fake about it. And if you do that, and if you work on your discipline, it won't taste as bad. In fact, if you do it right, it might turn out to be like a delicious sandwich.